0: Welcome to the Sketchy Sketch Sketch Show podcast, where anyone can submit a sketch. We have our
1: friends read it on the fly. It's basically like open mic night for Sketch comedy.
0: And here to facilitate all these funny people, I'm Harrison.
1: And I'm Amy. In this week's episode, we start things off with the Terminator mayor, followed by another actor with abandonment issues. Then there's something brought to us by viewers like you. And we finish things out with a real dope song.
0: With us tonight... Keely. Keith Estrella. Christy. Lisa Weitzman. Liv. Curtis. Ryan Weibrecht, Tyler Chick. Get it, get it, get it. Go. Welcome to week four, y'all. Welcome to week four. <laughs> Too bad it's week, week five. Four. Oh, it's week,
1: week f- five. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Oh, it is, whoa. it's week
0: five. What year Ready is it? Yeah, it's five. February 7th, everybody. Weep, weep. Listeners, we're giving up the Super Bowl for you. <laughs> <sighs> giving it up.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. We're Just really the disappointed. <laughs> <Give it up. laughs> hey.
0: There's going to be some cultural meme tomorrow that we're all going to miss out on. Uh, we're going to have to watch YouTube or something. Oh,
2: man. It's going to be... A- <laughs> A big unifying, (laughs) like, crystallizing event that everyone's going to reference tomorrow.
1: Just say Tom Brady, wow, and you'll be fine. (laughs) Oh! Wow, Tom Brady, that can be good or bad. You're good. You're covered. I miss out on it. All right, well, let's get into the first sketch tonight. The first sketch is Ceremony, written by Keith Estrella. Mayor Steele will be played by... Liv Curtis. Holly will be played by... Lisa Weitzman. Guy and crowd will be played by...
0: Ryan Weibrecht.
1: And Dr. Howard will be played by...
0: Harrison. A
2: sizable crowd gathers for a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Children, accompanied by their harried parents, dance around while waiting for the rink to officially open. All are carrying duffel bags or wearing ice skating gear. An array of TVs above a standing microphone in front of the ribbon display the words, Willow Valley Skating Rink. Mayor Steele, mid-forties in a modest pantsuit, stands in front of the
3: mic. Thank you, citizens of Willow Valley. I would like to formally welcome you all to the opening of our small but mighty town's very first ice skating rink.
2: Mayor Steele turns to the owner of the rink, standing to her right, and applauds. The owner gives a curt nod. The audience applauds.
3: Before we begin today's ceremony, I would like to make an announcement. You elected me because I tell you the truth. I don't hide anything.
2: She clears her throat
3: before continuing. I, Anne Steele, your mayor... Have become a cyborg.
2: The crowd responds by looking at each other
3: awkwardly uh, murmuring. One child yells out, cool! I recently underwent a surgery which did not go as planned. I went in to have a fracture repaired and I asked about possibly having my entire leg replaced with a titanium prosthesis. So I did that, thereby turning me into a cybernetic organism, also known as a cyborg.
2: She lifts the right leg of her pants revealing a shiny metal leg. Some of the crowd struggle to get a better look. Polly, the mayor's chief aide in her mid-thirties, standing a few feet to the left of the mayor, is astounded by her boss's speech thus far.
3: Not only are cyborgs super cool, they also make for great mayors. Re-elect me, and I assure you that I will continue to work for you. My constituents tirelessly, because I no longer need sleep, because I am a machine. Thank you.
2: Mayor Steele stifles a yawn before continuing.
3: This new skating rink will bring our little community closer together.
2: Polly, unable to contain herself further, walks up to Mayor Steele, bending down to speak in her left ear. I need to talk to you
3: now.
4: Excuse me for just one second.
2: Polly and the mayor step aside from the mic setup, still visible from the crowd's perspective.
4: Anna, what's going on with you? You broke your leg skiing and you decided to just replace the whole thing? Polly, I've got
3: a steep election campaign ahead of me. These people need to know that their mayor is strong and cool. Cyborgs are both.
4: Anna, you have a prosthetic leg. Lots of people have prosthetic legs. That doesn't make them cyborgs.
3: I've only just begun my transformation. Once my bio enhancement is complete, I'm a shoe in for re-election. Plus, (laughs) Super cool. <laughs> the
2: crowd becomes restless, waiting for this little aside to end. A guy in crowd cranes his neck, cupping his hands around his mouth. We came here to skate! Hurry it up! <laughs> Most of the crowd nod or shout in agreement. Polly turns and waves at them in acknowledgment, then back to Mayor Seal.
4: Bio enhancement? Anna, come on! Just finish your speech, open up the ice rink, and, and we could talk about your weird sci-fi fantasies in private.
2: Mayor Steele considers Polly's words for a moment.
3: Polly, you're, you're absolutely right. These people must know the whole truth. She turns back to the mic. <clears throat> I would like to make another statement. You elected me because I tell you the truth. I hold nothing back. For you see, I am not only a cyborg, but I have also been biologically enhanced by the power of nanomachines.
2: She pauses again. The crowd looks uncomfortable. The same kid from before says... Awesome! Polly strides towards the mayor as if to interrupt again, but the mayor holds holds up a finger toward her as if to say, let me finish.
3: I recently went through a procedure that did not go as planned. I went to my doctor to receive a flu vaccination, and I asked if he happened to have any nanotech canisters, and so I received an infusion of the microscopic machines that enhanced my reflexes far beyond that of a typical human.
2: (laughs) The mayor takes out her phone to change the TV display to an image of several desk fans photoshopped onto an artist's rendition of a human bloodstream. This
3: is literally what is happening in my bloodstream right now. A normal mayor would not have super cool nanomachinery flowing through their veins. But this mayor...
2: She points both thumbs at herself.
3: She does. A vote for me is a vote for the future.
2: The mayor pauses to accept applause, but none arrives. The crowd is really getting restless For the love of God, just let us
3: skate! Now, you may be wondering how my body has accepted a prosthetic leg in addition to nano-augmentation so easily.
2: The guy in the crowd shoves his way through, attempting to push past the mayor toward the ice rink entrance. She instinctively steps backward while pushing the guy away. He falls onto his back, several feet away.
5: Whoa. Her reflexes are like that of a cyborg's. You've got my vote.
2: (laughs) The crowd nods in agreement and begins clapping. Mayor Steele is taken aback by what she just did, but recovers as soon as people start applauding. She tears the ribbon behind her in two with her bare hands. People begin begin to file into the skating rink, except for two. The shouting kid from before is taking notes on a tablet. Dr. Howard, Mayor Steele's doctor, stands next to the kid, arms crossed, nodding and smiling.
0: Yep. Strong and cool. Performing as expected.
4: sketch Yeah.
0: Very cool. Very this is a cool idea. Nano <laughs> Nanomachines? <laughs> Nanomachines. <laughs> cool Keith. Yeah, you want to talk about the writing process of the game?
2: Um yeah. Uh it's mayor the that- Wants to be a cyborg. I, I kind of got to this idea from one of uh, Tyler's sketches. Actually, three hotels. Um, I am blanking on the process by which I got, I got to this idea from that one, um, but uh, it it did come from that. Um,
0: uh, listeners of episode five, check out episode three, where you can hear three hotels. Uh, and see if you yeah. can come up with how Keith arrived at this from that. Figure uh, it out because <laughs> I have of remember I can definitely see the influence, though. I also don't know how how you got from there to here. Uh, but uh, yeah, that being said, I think this is super fun and original. I like the Mayor Steele's perspective a lot. I would like to see more of the interaction happening with the crowd. I really loved the crowd every time. Guy and crowd wanted to skate. I thought that was great. And I think the interaction with Polly, yeah, could happen. I think Polly could be a reporter. That's mm-hmm. my take on it. Um, like, I think that could happen in the open uh, amongst everybody. Because I love the moment when Mayor Steele sort of turns and is like, these people deserve the truth. Um, and I think that'd be a great turn if the mayor felt in a in a bind with the reporter or a reporter and the truth it'd be a fun moment where the the mayor sort of takes the high ground and says y- you know what you're right here's the whole truth but that's my only take on it because uh, otherwise I think this perspective is so fun and yeah uh, skate guy what a <laughs> I really just love when random people who have almost no lines have, you know fully fleshed out wants that are simple <laughs>
4: <laughs> I took it as people who want to be elected will go to such great lengths to uh get elected, making their family look good, you know um all sorts of other things, making sure their sons join the armed forces so they can get those votes, pretending they're really religious so they can get these votes and I saw her as like. Becoming a superhero to get votes to the to the extent of like having her body cut and pasted together, so I saw it as like extreme heightening, um, absurd heightening, which was really wonderful. You know Polly has that line you just broke your leg skiing and you you basically had to chop your leg off and put on a titanium one to get votes
1: yeah i like how she thought it was cool like i'm doing this to get elected because it's so cool to be (laughs) a robot and like this is her way of taking technology in the future Mm -hmm. and embodying it literally in the completely most absurd way and I love I want to say too I love the guy in the crowd because you're like oh yeah they're supposed to be doing something and she's just off on this like random tangent (laughs) so it's a great grounding move and it keeps coming back and every time it's it hits really hard and I do like that a lot
0: I love I want to just build on what Amy just said because the person in the crowd being like that's cool I'd also love to hear a voice in the crowd be like that's not cool machines run everything (laughs) (laughs) like just hear the opposite voice
2: and now you want to run our town
6: I love that she chose the opening of the ice skating rink as the time to <laughs> announce that she wants to become a nano cyborg that's why i just laughed the entire time because of the context that it's in like i, I could
2: i could probably nail that down uh somewhere like in in uh,
7: dialogue it's kind of like uh leslie note meets terminator
4: mm. <laughs> <laughs> they had a baby good analogy yeah
6: Yeah. I can definitely see the Leslie connection because she's doing, uh, she has the best intentions, but she's like totally going overboard, which is classic, classic nope.
7: Uh, Lisa mentioned the absurdity and that part is so rich throughout the whole thing, but I almost wish that it didn't happen so soon at the beginning. Like Mm -hmm. if we got a little bit more base reality of the mayor, just like mentioning her accident and her prosthetic, leg um, but then polly pulling her aside as like her confidant and being like wait you didn't have to like get your whole leg cut off and like get a whole prosthesis and then you could enter in even earlier the first time we hear of like yeah the people deserve the truth and then just kind of like taking what polly was saying in confidence and then using that as a springboard to like expose the whole truth to the audience like she had never planned to um and then I don't know. Just weaving. I think that, like the people deserve the truth line is like such a good justification to like be weaving throughout the whole thing.
2: I like that. I I don't think I've ever gotten the note more base reality, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that, that's that's a first. But I could I could definitely see that um, hitting harder and like. I
1: wouldn't. Harder. I also wouldn't mind too if there was some way, like right up at the top too, to to have her. Somebody point out to her that she's just not cool and in touch with the youth anymore. So, like, mm. to to maybe start the cool stuff earlier, because I love how many times she says cool. It's so absurd and silly.
0: It'd be funny by the time, like, the third or fourth and fifth time she's saying cool if she's, like, finding it. Like, looking for another word and then having to settle for cool. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> if that escalate, if you did include, like, the other opposing vo- viewpoint in the crowd where there are people who are angry at machines and then that happens, like, the idea of just, like, ice skating rink opening turning into this, like, bloodbath, like, of just, like, people, like, fighting with each other is also very, very funny to me, too. All because of this mayor who <laughs> wants to be cool.
5: We came here to skate. Hurry it up! Hurry it up. Yeah!
1: yeah. The next sketch is Abandoned by... Tyler Chick. Lacey will be played by... Amy. Kayla will be played by... Kiwi. Bruce will be played by... Keith Estrella. Wallace will be played by... Ryan Weibring. Mother will be played by... Lisa Weitzman. Christina Applegate will be played by... Liv Curtis. And Father will be played by...
0: Harrison.
6: over Black, the sounds of audience chatter before a show. Fade in, interior, black box theater, night. Lacey, 19, and Kayla, 20, find seats on the third level of risers. They speak as they settle in and look at the one-page program titled Abandonment.
1: Did Bruce tell you anything about this? I feel bad that I couldn't make to his other plays this year. It was the same thing he
7: told you, just that it was really important we've come.
6: The house lights fade down briefly to signal the show is about to start, then fade down all the way. The seats are actually pretty full. The spotlight, center stage. Bruce enters and finds his light. The audience applauds politely. When the house is silent, Bruce lifts his head.
2: Before I was a man, I was an actor. I brought to life as many characters as my imagination could hold. But who is an actor without an audience? Time after time, I was betrayed by the people I trusted the most.
6: Kayla silently responds, I don't know.
1: Is this part of it?
6: People I work with. He points directly at Lacey and Kayla, and they're hit with a spotlight. They squint.
3: Oh no.
2: I've spent countless hours with them working in the student union restaurant, yet they have not attended a
6: single production I've been a part of this year.
7: Wait, that's because we're working. Do you know how many calls we had to make so all three of us could be off work tonight?
6: Bruce ignores their response. Abandoned. Lacey sinks down in her seat embarrassed for him.
2: People like my own boyfriend.
6: Again, he points. Wallace, 22, is hit with a spotlight.
2: Hey. The person who knows me most intimately couldn't be bothered to come
5: to opening night of my first lead role. Okay, my father was in the hospital. I literally came to every other performance that run.
6: Bruce ignores his response. Abandoned. Bruce throws his arms wide, head back as if being crucified. Wallace rolls his eyes. People like my own mother. Bruce points directly in front of him at a middle-aged woman in the front row, clearly his mother. As a spotlight hits her, she raises her hand to block the glare.
4: Oh my, but I'm right here. Bruce!
6: Bruce ignores her response.
4: Abandoned!
6: He throws his arms wide. He's really hamming it up now.
4: I saved up for a year for this plane ticket. I begged you to pick a school closer to home so I could see your shows
6: crowd starts to grumble. Bruce has really lost them now. A woman stands up. It's Christina Applegate. She raises her hands to quiet the crowd.
3: Good evening, everyone. I'm Christina Applegate.
6: Everyone applauds. The spotlight from Bruce's mother swivels over to Christina.
3: My manager insisted I be at this show. Apparently he and Bruce attended the same high school. Abandoned!
6: She silences him with a raised hand.
3: Over 10 years apart. They never met, but Bruce made him cry over the phone.
6: The crowd murmurs. They agree Bruce crossed a line.
3: It sounds like a lot of people in your life really care about you. They're all here to support you and you aren't treating them very kindly. What's really going on?
6: Bruce hangs his head for a moment. She really hit on something sensitive. Everyone leans in. They're all locked, locked in on Bruce.
2: You're right. My dad left when I was five. He and my mom had been fighting for months. I would. I would put on little shows around the house to try to distract them from how miserable they were together. It seemed to ease the tension, so I kept doing it. I remember I was in a kindergarten play about farm animals. It was my first role, and I was playing a rooster. I thought, maybe if this show is good enough, it will make them happy. Maybe if I'm the best rooster I can be, they'll finally stop fighting. But that was the last show they ever attended together.
6: He looks at Christina, uncertain.
3: Keep going. This is the truth.
6: Bruce takes a breath.
2: I still saw my dad on holidays, but things were never really the same with us. I guess for the rest of my life, I just kept trying to put on a show so no one else would even leave. But now I don't even give people a chance to hurt me. I I hurt them first. I'm so sorry, everyone.
6: Silence. Lacey and Kayla are clinging to each other, overcome with emotion. Wallace wipes a tear. Bruce's mother sobs. And scene. Christina starts a slow clap that escalates into a standing ovation. Bruce breaks down. This response was everything he ever wished for as an actor. His mother runs on stage and hugs him.
4: Oh, Brucey, I didn't know.
6: The sound of footsteps echo as the applause dies down. Everyone looks around to see where it's coming from. Bruce's father enters from backstage. He looks like a typical businessman with a goatee. He holds his suit jacket folded over his arm.
0: Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know how I got back there. (laughs) Uh,
6: Wrong turn, I guess. Bruce stands frozen, a bit hunched. And he stands upright, as if prepared by this psychological breakthrough to finally face his father. Dad? Suddenly, his face contorts. He's furious.
2: Abandoned!
6: He takes a running leap, tackling his father and beating the shit out of him. The crowd gasps. His face fills the frame as he punches his dad over and over. His expression slowly shifts from hatred and rage to hysterical joy and happy tears. Blackout.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Roller
0: coaster, Tyler <laughs> uh, Yeah, I love this You want to talk about the, the writing process of the game? Yeah, my, I mean my initial idea was just like Playing
6: with the one person show trope Of like mm-hmm. A person putting on a show that's just about them It's kind of self-indulgent uh, in a lot of ways um, And like heightening that to like this show is literally, literally exists
0: just to like call people out that he feels have wronged him. I think it's so fun. It's deeply rooted in a familiar feeling, and I feel like
4: yes, the
0: feelings of the characters. It's amazing watching this person get called out by like a famous actor <laughs> uh, in the middle of doing this. That is like so satisfying. And funny because it just like undercuts, especially everybody being so sweet to Bruce while he's doing this. It's really exactly what you want to see. All I have is like joke pitches. Uh, The more you can say, Student Union Restaurant, the better, (laughs) in my opinion. I think that's such a funny specific. Uh, And I would just love to hear people be like, Yeah, you know, we had to, how many calls we had to make to get off from our shifts at the Student Union Restaurant. Okay, yeah, I, I would that. love for Christina Applegate to like say where we know her from, like even <laughs> if it's just like I'm films Christina Applegate. Uh, <laughs> I'm big screen star Christina Applegate. Right. Uh, you know the wedding singer. <laughs> yeah, the wedding oh. singer.
4: Is she I, I, wedding I, singer? I, I totally agree with the whole, the whole primal <laughs> feeling of the actors. Anybody know. that's been on stage, you just you want your family to come you want your friends to come and they have lives and they can't always come and see everything you do um so I like that that feeling taken to the extreme 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 where the whole show is just that
0: (laughs) the sketch does a really good job of defending the other people who aren't coming and the only thing I would say is like i love the dad to maybe say something that gives Bruce that makes the audience like sort of on Bruce's side when he ultimately beats him up You know, like maybe if he's like, oh, sorry, I'm on stage during your little play, bud. (laughs) Like just being belittling or something.
3: I'd love if the program, like the image for the show was like literally the guy just like scowling at whoever's looking at it, just like already angry at them, even though they're there and they like have the program. I just think that would be a funny little visual thing.
6: I like that, thanks.
3: And I think Christina Applegate's a good choice because she's not not famous, (laughs) but also like people haven't talked about her too much lately. So it's a good like level celebrity <laughs> to include.
6: I just let my mind wander. I was like, I was like, somebody stands up. Who is it? And my and my brain just said Christina Applegate, and I was like, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <That's great. laughs> no, it's perfect. Do people think the audience should say? Should someone say like, hey, I paid twelve bucks for this show. Like, wh- what is this? I don't even know this. Like. Maybe there's a couple of people that don't know Bruce. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. That, no, I like that. I
6: think yeah. that's pretty funny. I like that as a button. Yeah, I like,
1: I like that. that as a very end. Is this over now? Is that it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: oh. I have season tickets to this school's black box theater. I don't... Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, oh, I
7: only came for extra credit. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 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 Extra credit is a
6: funny detail, yeah.
0: If it is $12, like the opportunity cost of $12 for that person would be a really funny specific. Like, this is a sweater at TJ Maxx. Come on.
6: (laughs) (laughs) This is like the the stromboli drink combo at the Student Union restaurant. (laughs) Ah, There it is.
7: There it is. The dining hall. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, Kayla or one of them, uh, like, corrects them on the actual, like, price because they, like, work there and they, like, know.
1: <laughs> Actually, due to inflation, we had to increase it because taxes have gone up. So you're going to need at least $14. Six, 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 go.
3: Bruce made him cry over the phone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun. All right. Six, six, six,
4: six, go. Harrison's going to use the restroom. Real well, quick. Harrison's going to use the restroom. Well,
6: Harrison's gonna can use the, the restroom. restroom.
4: Oh my god. Whoa, Harrison's going to the bathroom now? <laughs> Do
3: you think it's just- <laughs> What does it mean? What does it mean? I think it's performance art. Oh I my think god. he's doing some
1: yeah. improv in the bathroom. Oh my
3: god. Oh, it's the commentary on the Super Bowl, like his toilet bowl. It's, oh, okay, <laughs> I see. I hate sports too. Mom?
1: So edgy.
6: Mom, is that you? Yeah, Harrison went to the bathroom. <laughs> Can you put it in the family
0: newsletter? Thank you. Oh, no. Did everyone hear me yeah. thinking? <laughs> it's
1: very, very
3: uncomfortable, but inspiring.
1: <laughs> All right, well, let's just move on. Our third sketch this evening is Pet Peeve PSA by... Lisa Weitzman. Candace will be played by... Kiwi.
4: Megan will be played by... Christy. Stone, kindly, will be played by Keith Estrella. Candace and Megan are walking (laughs) in the downtown area of a small city having a deep conversation. Candace suddenly stops and turns to her friend.
7: You just gotta be honest? Megan, did you seriously just say, I just gotta be honest? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's how I feel, Candace. You know people saying, I just gotta be honest, is a pet peeve of mine. They think it gives them license to say any mean shit they feel like. Why are you upset? It's just my opinion. I'm upset because I didn't ask for your opinion. Honest or fake. I didn't ask for any response from you at all. Really? So you can make these statements, these proclamations, and I'm just supposed to be a fly on the wall or something? Not even a fly? Like, the wall. I'm just supposed to be a wall.
4: Megan walks over to the wall of a coffee shop and plants her face and her body with arms outstretched against it. Her speech is distorted because her face is squashed. Look at me. I'm a wall.
7: Wait. No, don't look at me. Don't hear me. I'm just
4: a wall. just looks embarrassed, looks around embarrassed.
7: You look like an idiot. Excuse me, did I ask you what I look like? I don't remember asking Candace what do I look like. And yet you told me. This is totally different. Apples and oranges. Get off the wall, please. People are looking. I, I mean looking. I can release his from the wall. You know what my pet peeve is? You overreacting to half the things I say. How dare you say that?
4: I had to be honest. Candace puts her hands around Megan's neck and squeezes. Megan falls to the ground, dead. Action freezes. Stone Kindly, a handsome man with very sprayed hair, walks into the frame. Hello, TV
2: viewers. (laughs) This is Stone Kindly from your local public television station with a PSA, or public service announcement, reminding you to count to ten, or even twenty, when you feel the urge to kill. It could save a life.
4: Stone winks into the camera and moves off. We see two cops get out of a car. One puts handcuffs on Candace and puts her in the back seat with the hand on head dip. The other cop draws a, ch- a chalk line around the dead Megan. Tagline on the screen This PSA was made possible by viewers, we have to be honest, better than you. <laughs> Good stuff, Lisa. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, ends in killing. You know, and a nice piece. heighten that, heighten to that
4: puppy to the end, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that's a super fun way to end it. You want to say anything about the, the writing process um, for the game?
4: Well, it was based on my, our homework that was not homework. Um, you know, talk about an extreme mm-hmm. pet peeve, and I started making lists of my... It was a short list. I was like, what do I, what bothers me? What bothers me? And that is one thing I worked with somebody years ago who would preface that before she would oh, say something like, I just got to be honest. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't always have to be honest or you could, you could couch it in much nicer terms. Um, and that's just where I started and just went from there. And right at the top, I'm like, oh, what, what is it? What did she say that, you know, pissed her off so much. What did Megan say that pissed Candace off? And I decided that probably wasn't necessary to even know that. So I just kept going with
0: I like the, you starting off with this as an argument between them. I think that is a very fun way to start a sketch. I think I have said that on this show to Tyler before. Look at me, I'm a wall bit, uh, from Megan is very, very funny, Mm -hmm. uh, I could see four pages of that. I could see people walking up and being like, are you talking to a wall? Uh, Because all I see is a wall. Um, And then when this turns into a PSA, when we sort of like have that turn and we like realize there's like another layer to this, um, I think the more sort of like you can have Stone speak to what happened, uh, the funnier the Stone, the public service announcement becomes. Like if a Stone's like, are you ever just so annoyed with your friend that you strangle her to okay. death? Cuz I think that is an unusual thing, right? Like we have we have like this really realistic human conversation happening between these two. It's like a conversation you would see and then someone gets strangled to death. Imagine like a PSA for like not giving into peer pressure, mm-hmm. right? The like the least real part of it is the moment where there's peer pressure. Um is like, "Hey, Kevin, you want to have a cigarette?" Um but like yeah, I think if if this is, like, a PSA specifically for, like, strangling your okay. friend, <laughs> yeah, um, like then it's like, oh, we, we yeah. these writers didn't know how to get to strangling your friend.
7: It was a fun character to play. <laughs> oh, good. I always enjoy your, your writing <laughs> oh, and thank you. getting to read for you. Uh,
0: Stone Kindly is, is a perfect
4: name. I'd like to, that was one of those, like, <laughs> his name had to be Stone, and I couldn't figure out a last name, and it kindly <laughs> popped into my head, and afterwards I thought... Oh, yeah, that makes sense, because he's, like, saying, be kind, don't strangle your friends. I think
0: you could even speak to Stone Kindly being such a great... Like, you could even say, like, hi, I'm Stone Kindly. I'm not famous, but isn't that name nice? <laughs> okay. yeah.
3: I like that? make you feel good? <laughs> I, I do... I love that name, the Stone Kindly. I was going to say, and this might, I might be in the minority here, but I kind of do want to know the context that... Uh, Megan initially says you gotta be okay. honest because I think it'd be f- pretty funny if it was innocuous and like I gotta be honest oh, yeah. I just prefer strawberry jelly and like so just like mm-hmm. I think that'll make it escalating funnier but that's like I don't know just my thought because since yeah, no, I only say, actually, I say all that because you
4: if it is something yeah. innocuous that I like that. just to offer
7: like a totally different thing um maybe it not being a PSA at all like I love the idea of this I'm on a real base reality kick today, but this being, like, a real-life situation. Okay. And maybe that looks like... Um, maybe it looks like Candace not being so, like, mean um, and just kind of being like, oh, that's one of my pet peeves. And then Megan just overreacting, like, having the most dramatic... Like, the same uh, response that she did would just be such a, like, heightened parallel to what Candace, how she responds, of just, like, saying, like, oh, that's such... That's one of my pet peeves. Okay. Um, and then maybe it, like ends more instead of like the um, instead of Stone kindly like coming in maybe it it does get more involvement like um, was said before about the people in the shop being like like oh that's such a cool wall or whatever blah 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 and then like the manager like coming over and being like oh can we hire you to like be our full time wall or like you're <laughs> such a good wall um, but I think yeah I, I love like I don't know the just the juxtaposition of like Megan just having this like super wild like reaction to her just saying this is one of my pet peeves okay Um, thank you
6: yeah i echo everyone saying more more of the wall bit Uh, okay all right whether whether you whether you frame it as the psa or not uh it's just so so funny (laughs) i just want to see that heightened even more yeah
0: even just megan convincingly becoming a wall just like yelling about how she's a wall, you know. Okay. <laughs> look at me, made up brick by brick. Look at all the look, I got the masonry in between. I'm just a wall, I guess.
7: Drywall insulation, two coats of paint, got yeah. uh, layers.
0: <laughs> yeah.
6: That's
7: me. I can do it all. I can do
1: it all.
0: They just
6: updated my
0: wiring. I was built during the new deal to stimulate the economy. No real reason for me just a wall. <laughs> just
1: go ahead and cover me in paintings. Nobody's gonna look at me anyway.
2: Anyone here a <laughs> Mason?
1: Sketch Sketch Show. I'm just a wall! Thanks for the, <laughs> <laughs> nice for the ideas. sketch sketch show. Our final sketch this evening is called Catherine Zeta Jones by Harrison. Jane will be played by Kiwi. Mama will be played by Amy. Papa will be played by...
0: Tyler Chick.
1: And Luke will be played by... Ryan Weibrecht.
0: Interior, living room, day. Jane, Luke, Mama, and Papa sit on one couch, looking at their phones. The TV is on.
7: Oh, whoa. Dennis just said he thinks I look like Catherine Zeta-Jones. Wait, which one is she again?
0: A dope beat drops. All the dialogue is now sung slash rap.
4: Captain Zeta, Zeta Jones. Jones.
6: Captain Zeta, Zeta Jones. Zeta Jones.
4: Jones. Which, Which one of again is Captain
6: Zeta, Zeta, Zeta Jones. Jones? I saw one with her at the theater at the mall. Mall, 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 mall.
1: Was she in that Star Wars with Darth Maul?
6: Mall, 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 mall. Attack of the
5: clones. Attack of the clones. Katherine Zeta Jones in Attack of the clones?
1: No,
7: Natalie Portman was in Attack of the clones. Clones, Jones.
1: Clones, clones, Jones.
6: Was she the wife in that Robin Williams one? Paint in Heaven, Cuba Gooding Jr. one?
1: Oh, you're thinking of what dreams may come.
5: No, that's TV's Daredevil's Rosalie Carbone.
0: Captain Caterina. Jones. Captain Jones. Jones. Which one
7: Caterina Caterina is Captain Jones? Mama, Papa, I know which one she is. She played Fontaine in one of the Les Mis. Les
1: Mis, is that who she is?
5: And Hathaway cut off her hair for Les Mis.
7: I mean the PBS miniseries Les Mis.
6: No, no, that's not which one she is. Lily Collins was Fantine in that Les Mis.
5: Oh, TV Les Mis. That one was the shiz. Ms. Shiz. Shiz, shiz. shiz. Les, Mis. Les
1: Mis. Captain Zeta-Jones, like Game of Thrones?
5: Who in Game of Thrones would be Catherine Zeta-Jones?
1: There's no Zeta-Jones in Game of Thrones. That mean, mean queen was Catherine Zeta-Jones.
6: Lena Headey was the queen in Game of Thrones. She played Sarah Connor in those Terminator shows.
1: Thrones-Jones. Game of Jones.
6: Catherine (laughs) Zeta-Jones. Catherine
1: Catherine
4: Zeta-Jones.
1: Which, Which one, again the
4: end end is Catherine Captain Zeta-Jones?
6: Oh, was she the producer for Disobedience?
1: The one from that short, Let's Dance?
5: She was also on screen
6: in Disobedience.
7: Guys, guys, that's Rachel Wise. The one from The Mummy?
0: Mummy, 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 mummy.
7: Rachel Wise!
0: Jane starts to sob. <laughs>
7: I hate this. Dennis paid me a compliment. Finally. After he didn't even act like I existed at the Winter Formal. Oh sweetie, boy's that And But now you all don't even know who she is and you're bringing up all these people who probably do look just like her. Which means she just looks like a bunch of people. Which means I just look like a bunch of people. Dennis hates me.
6: Honey, you're beautiful.
7: Don't you think it's problematic that all these white women who look alike are famous? Shouldn't the celebrities we see look more diverse? Shouldn't I care about that more than Dennis? I love Dennis.
5: The one with Darth Maul was the Phantom Menace.
6: Dennis. Menace. Dennis. Dennis. Menace. Captain Zeta-Jones. Captain Zeta-Jones.
5: Zeta Zeta Which one of the is Captain Zeta-Jones? Zeta 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 Jones.
6: Oh, oh, she played Elena in The Mask of Zorro.
1: Then repress a role for The Legend of Zorro.
6: The
5: Lady with the Haircut from Chicago. Zorro, Chicago,
6: rhyming with Tobago.
7: The voice of Maya in Young Indiana Jones. Yes, that's her, that's Catherine (laughs) Zeta-Jones.
6: Catherine Catherine Zeta-Jones. Captain Jones. 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 Now, now we can all, all go, go back, back to our, to our phones. phones.
0: The family cheers, then goes back to their phones. We freeze frame on a single tear running down Jane's face as we watch. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you so much. Woo, that was, it was so great good. to hear it out loud. That was awesome. I wish we could have <laughs> done it in person, uh, but I really appreciate you all doing it. Um, it's very, uh, you know, inspired by Auntie Donna's big old house of fun. It's very inspired by Auntie Donna. But yeah, I was with my family and they were trying to figure out what, what movies this famous person had been in. Uh, just this, this conversation happens all the time. So I thought, why not a song?
2: You're right. Like SNL has done a sketch where like, you know, mom's flub names of celebrities and there's like a device that, you know, translates it for you so you can be like, oh no, you're thinking of whoever. Oh
0: yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah.
2: But uh this is this is a fresh take on that. Um it's great. I was saying along um <laughs> even before we started recording. <laughs> uh, it um and if I could if I could get back to Homestar Runner, it reminded me a lot of <laughs> um the songs that like they would develop and like you know the cheat would come in on the keyboard and <laughs> drop dopey, you know
0: yeah uh ryan and i used to spend hours watching all those videos
1: <laughs> yeah i wanted to say that i loved how the music stops and then starts up again because you're like oh yeah like it just makes that like fun music even more powerful then when you get to like oh get some more yay and it's funny because it's dennis the menace that's just that's funny
4: it was fun to watch i mean i know i know nobody's gonna see it when you do the podcast but um i had fun watching y'all do it uh
3: reading like reading like listening to it and because i love jane like when it breaks the music stops and she's like says how she feels about it i kind of wish that jane wasn't involved in this song at all so then you could kind of like get like shots of her like reacting with horror to her family when she's feeling all this stuff um i mean everything is awesome in it but i just think maybe not including jane in that because then you can get another like beat of like when they start doing the dennis the menace thing like her being like Jesus fucking Christ! My family are edited somehow. Uh, (laughs) Because also that is this is so relatable. Like we anybody who knows anybody who said like, oh the guy who was in that thing, like,
4: right?
3: I just the premise is lovely, and the song. I'm actually kind of pissed because this is gonna be in my head tomorrow but uh, <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I think about it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I think you're right. Even, like, the idea of Jane having less to do with the song and then after the stop, like, absolutely nothing to do with the song. No, Natalie Portman was in Attack of the club. Like, even, like, like... Yeah, she, like, yeah.
5: really actually wants to figure this out. She's right, yeah, she really she wants can, to know. Because she wants to find out if it's a compliment
0: or not. Yeah, I right. like that motivation. Yeah. But,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Liz. I love that. She,
7: like doesn't want to like buy into it at all so she doesn't even like say her lines like on beat with everyone else but then <laughs> yeah. maybe like in one of them she like starts singing on beat and she like corrects herself and right. it's like, no no i, no, it's I like, rhymed like, wrong you
6: people? i like that it's when it's like regrounded um when the music stops there's like a dual motivation going on because it's jane's personal struggle but then also she's like and it's ridiculous that we're having this conversation that all of these people are equally famous and we don't know who any, what, who any of them are or what they're in, but there's all these other people that we're not talking about. Like, uh, I, I, the fact that you called attention to that, uh, I think, elevated the, the sketch. I like the little- yeah, I did a lot of
0: IMD being, <laughs> And by the time I was like, <laughs> sort of through it. with it, I was like, I gotta talk about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, bet. I
7: also love the bookend, um, like stage directions about them all being on their phones as if like this is the only thing this family has to come together on and talk about yeah it's a good way
0: to I also think it's funny they don't use their phones to figure out (laughs) (laughs) yeah you do have to suspend that disbelief that they wouldn't just look it up
5: you could have I don't know if you want to do this but you could have uh, like Jane's like I'm just gonna look it up and then someone is like no we're doing the song like,
3: <laughs> we gotta figure this out our own yeah.
7: Yeah. you know the drill Jane
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like on that uh, yeah I like that even if you didn't want to like include it in like the the words and everything like they're singing and like Jane is holding up like The IMDb page of Catherine Zeta-Jones, the picture (laughs) of her, like, so you wouldn't even need to necessarily mess up with the the (laughs) lyrics at all, but just like, this is here.
1: Thrones Jones. Game of Jones. All right, that's all for us tonight. Thank you to all the writers, actors, and to the Jeff Powers for that intro music. But most especially, thank you, the listeners. If you noticed that there were no commercials and nobody was trying to sell you anything in the last 45 minutes, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com sketchysketchpod.
0: And if you'd like to submit a sketch, or if you have feedback on the sketches you heard in this episode, email sketchysketchpod at gmail.com. You can get your sketch or your feedback on the show.
1: Also, these fine writers put their
0: mental energy and love into these sketches, so please don't use their ideas. Also, if you like what you heard today, please tell your friends follow us on twitter and insta like us on facebook give us five stars cut our name into your neighbor's grass
1: and until next week goodbye friends goodbye yes. goodbye yes. No. oh goodbye good boy friends
4: yes. we're getting fancy again all fancy yes. 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 No. No.
1: there's only so many ways to say goodbye i guess